Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Now that you've found UBN Radio and discovered our quality talk shows, it's time to spread the word to friends, family, and the universe. 24 hours of music and talk. Radio without limits. That's why people keep coming back for more. That's UBNRadio.com. This is one-on-one with Jasper Cole, Hollywood's bad guy, and so much more. Actor, talent manager, producer, and more. Now he's sitting down with today's top newsmakers from entertainment, politics, pop culture, and beyond. This is One on One with Jasper Cole. All right, all right, all right, all right. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And thanks, everyone. This is uh, Jasper Cole, and we're coming to you live today from Sunset Gower Studios right here in Hollyweird, California. Um, I, I, do, I have to apologize. I, I sound like um, Brenda Vaccaro. Um, I'm a little <laughs> under the weather. Not that there's anything wrong. We love Brenda Vaccaro, but um, I'm a little under the weather, but never too sick to do this show, of course. So I want to give a shout-out to my producer extraordinaire, Mr. John Williams. Hey, hey buddy. Hey, Jasper. Good to hear from you. Sorry you're under the weather. Well, I just, you know, I couldn't take a chance, and uh, uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm contagious. I've been on antibiotics, but just be aware there's a really nasty upper respiratory thing going around in um, California, but especially L.A., so wash your hands, right? Oh, my goodness, absolutely. (laughs) Yes. Well, everyone, please uh, go on to Facebook and follow us at One on One with Jasper Cole. Twitter is One on One J. Cole, and you can go to my website, jaspercole.com, and when you go there, Click on ubnradio.com and you will see our 26 sponsors. Our newest one is Bentley Dog Products and we have 25 others. All of us here at One on One with Jasper Cole are proud to announce our 25 affiliate advertisers and they are all .coms. E-File, InterServer, ZipRecruiter, Hilton Hotels, 3-Day Blinds, Adam and Eve Toys, Bullguard, Prime Slots, Russell Stover, Booking.com, Suzanne Summers, Bath and Beauty, Quest Nutrition, Sur La Tabla, and Extended Stay America. Additionally, we have EUK Host, Canvas World, Cheap Air, 21st Century, Liberty Mutual, Course Smart, Advanced Auto, Fandango, Meet Mindful, Flare Play, and Jewelry.com. Thanks again to all of our wonderful sponsors. And now back to the show. Click on something you like and uh, purchase, and we will keep going. We love our sponsors. But I want to get – I am so excited for today's guest because when I say iconic – well, first of all, I'm saying iconic, and she's she's very young. But our (laughs) special guest today is please welcome the amazing Shirley Ralph. Yay! Hi, gorgeous. Hello, darling. How are you? Oh, my God, you have the best energy always. I oh, need this today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, you do. I'm sending healing vibes your way right now. And you are so right about this whole thing about wash your hands. You oh, cannot yes. imagine how quickly germs smed, smell 
Did I say uh-huh. smell? And spread? Spread. Thing, yeah. How quickly germs spread uh-huh. when people sneeze or uh-huh. cough, especially into their hands. Mm-hmm. I was with a baby uh-huh. last week, and Ooh. she blew her nose. I oh. wiped her nose. The next day, I had a cough and a sore throat. Those kid germs That's are the worst. Kids, kid germs are fast, baby. <laughs> They're the worst. Yeah, they mean to get you. Yes, they do. So you're right. Wash your hands. <laughs> you know, I don't understand why we have to shake yeah, hands. Absolutely. Because shaking hands is, is, is the way we pass all those germs. I think we should just do the bow. The bow and the hands in front. And just... I don't know about that bow thing. I don't oh, know about wow. that bow. But I want to give you a fist bump. <laughs> a fist bump will There you too. go. I yeah, want to give you a fist bump. Right. I want to give you a hip shake. There, there you go. go. All right. I all of that will work. That would be great. Well, first of all, Cheryl, thank you so much for being here today. And I want to tell everyone, you are here in particular to talk about this upcoming uh, celebration you have coming up this weekend called the Truth Awards. Yes. Tell everyone, tell everyone about the Truth Awards and how they can per, you know, purchase tickets and help support the event. The Truth Awards is all about honoring people in the LGBTQ community that are really making personal achievements, where, whether it's in business culture, politicians, uh, the social media, the social spectrum, you know, community. It is all about acknowledging the fact that all kinds of people make incredible contributions to society. And we really have to stop hating on people just because of some preconceived notions Mm. that we might have about those people. Because anytime you think like that, usually what that is saying is that you have no idea who those people are and that's why you're hating on them so we wanted to bring the truth to light that if you only take care of if you only favor some of the people then all of the people will suffer in some way Mm. shape or form and that is why we are celebrating the contributions of our honorees this year with the truth people who come out of the lbgt and q community Right. And I mean, your philanthropy work has has gone back for decades. A, a lot of people, I'm sure, know about your amazing diva simply uh, singing. How many years now have you been doing that event? Can you believe that I have been doing producing diva simply singing for 25 years? Wow. Oh, my God. Yes. That's amazing. 25 years. We are the longest consecutive running musical AIDS benefit in the country. But more than that, you've got to do the math. Mm -hmm. It means that I have been doing this since I was one year old. (laughs) There you have it. One year old. I was a dancing, producing toddler. An activist it. toddler, me, <laughs> 26 ah. years old. Aha. Well, I mean, and you know, you were in the trenches with the HIV and AIDS uh, back when it was really, sadly, a death sentence. I mean, you know, at that time, look how far we have come with the treatments and all that stuff. So uh, kudos to you for oh, being you. not afraid to run for the hills like a lot of people did. Um, and To really- not run for the hills. You know, my whole thing was back then, you know, for me, it all started as an original company member of Dreamgirls Mm -hmm. on Broadway. And Tony Award winning, by the way. Thank you. That (laughs) was one of the greatest times in my life. And it was overshadowed 
when my friends just started dropping dead mm. of a mysterious mm. disease. And it's very, wow. very hard to imagine being young. I mean, we were like 23 years old. That's young, relatively yes. young. And your friends just start dying of a mysterious disease and nobody cares. More wow. than that, people you thought would care, you know, people that you thought you could run to for help, like your church, like, you mm-hmm. know, people who lead politics and stuff. You thought that you might be able to run to them for help. Oh, they weren't trying to help you. And then when no. your friends got sick, you know, there was no help for them. No doctors. Hospitals were turning people away. It was just awful. And that's how I got involved. I had absolutely no idea that all these years later that I would be known for my work around this area because I had no idea that I'd still be doing it or it would still be so important to do the work. And also, you know, because we do have medications and stuff, but like you said, that doesn't mean there's not work to be done and money to be raised. Um, There's this whole new group of like long-term survivors, you know, and that's a whole new category of what we're seeing with the HIV and AIDS community. Whole new Um, category, and they have whole whole new symptoms that they're having mm -hmm. to deal with with aging. So it's this disease has just been brilliant at how it is really putting us to the human test. Because just when you think surviving is it, then it's okay. Now, how are you going to survive? Mm -hmm. And it has it. I I have some friends who personally all I can do is pray for them mm-hmm. every day cuz I don't know how they do it. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. It's a I, I think they're the true warriors also, you Oh, know, absolutely. Um, the survivors. And you, yeah, and you know, um the younger generation and I'm not one to I'm I'm 52. I don't want to be that old guy that's my always God, old. You sound so young. It's, you it's sound like a young man. <laughs> you I would oh. I thought that you were maybe 35 years old. That's how you sound. Oh. Bless, bless your heart, as we say in the South. Oh, yes. <laughs> thank you. You know, you can say bless your heart for many reasons, good or bad. So that was a very <laughs> that, good How topic. about that? You know, and right? it's, the, it's the intonation. It's like, well, bless your heart. Or it's like, uh, well, bless your heart. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I, I just, again, I want to say kudos for you and what you've done for the HIV um, AIDS community. But back to the Truth Awards, yes. where can people go to find uh, tickets for this Saturday? Well, I really want people to make sure that they come to the second annual Truth Awards and the second Second is so important because usually after the first, I always tell people if there's not a second, what did it mean? So through right. it all, I'm happy that the Diva Foundation and the Better Brothers of Los Angeles, we're going to be partnering to host this second annual Truth Awards this Saturday, March the 5th, 7.30 p.m. at the Taglian Cultural Complex. The Taglian, you know, it's right there on uh, Vine Street. On Vine Street, right. there right. on Vine, and it's going to be an evening. Evening of entertainment, laughs, fun, food, and of course, we love the beverages. Yes! <laughs> we will have some good beverages, and we're going to be honoring this year Bishop Yvette Flunder, who is the presiding bishop of the Fellowship of Affirming Ministries. And she's a wonderful woman because her church welcomes everybody, and I love mm. that. Uh, we're also going to be honoring Aaron Walton. Aaron Walton is an amazing man, co founder of the Full Service. Service advertising agency, Walter Walton Isaacson. I mean, when you talk about the brands that come down there and the all the different 
uh, sectors of the communities that they service. Amazing full-service advertising agency. Judge Darren P. Gales. Judge Gales is the first openly gay black judge appointed to the federal bench by President Obama. And that's a lot. And then we're all that's huge. I mean, that is huge. Gerald McCallum, who is the project manager and governmental liaison for the Hollywood Park development. Darren Harris, director of external affairs for Congresswoman Karen Bass, Reverend Janine Macklin, licensed counselor and motivational speaker, Gregory Bunn and Demetrius McCoy, celebrated community mentors, fathers and partners. The evening is going to be hosted by Karamu Brown. I love Karamu Brown. Karamu Brown is this young, beautiful man who lets everybody know exactly who he is, but he is just so powerful in just Mm. being a beautiful, Beautiful black gay man. He, he his partner isn't black. His partner's white. He's beautiful too, <laughs> and he is there. The two of them are just such great people. I just love them both. Anyway, um, performances by B. Slade, and I really think B. Slade should have a different brand, and it should be called B. Slade. B. Slade, B. Slade yes. by B. Slade. And there's going to be also Frenchie Davis. Love oh, Frenchie I love Davis. Her. Love yes. Her. She's such a great spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when Frenchie was there on um, American um, Idol, American Idol. you know, I said, this girl really could have a for real career, oh, yeah. you know. Yes. And it was wonderful to see that she was able to break out, do things, and survive the naked pictures. Mm-hmm. I just Oh, am... right. I forgot about oh, that. Remember That's they right. kicked oh, her yeah. off because of her naked pictures? And Please. I wanted to say, see, you sh- it should have been five years later, girl. Nobody would have <laughs> oh. blinked an eye. <laughs> we, they... we better all be posting pictures now. That's the only way we can get a job, right? Please. I'm telling you, there are certain people who just post naked pictures and they just go so far in life. <laughs> but I think in order for that to really work, you got to have a K in your name. Mm. And, oh, yes, you do. Yes, you got to have a K in your name for it to really work for you. But then we're also going to round out the evening with uh, DJ B. Hen, and he's going to be spinning after the party. And I want everybody to please go to Truth Awards number two, Truth Awards two, Truth Awards two dot ever eventbrite dot com, Truth Awards two dot eventbrite dot com. They say, you're, they say you're supposed to say this stuff three times. So let me say it one oh, more say time. Say it again. Say it again. Truthawards2.eventbrite.com. Because I want to see everybody there at the Truth Awards this Saturday, March 5th. I'm getting a message here. My friend Ralph Cole said, I just want you to know that I am (laughs) listening to you on UBN. So thank you for everybody who is listening. Well, Cheryl, I have to tell you, Ralph is my co-host once a month on my show here. You're kidding me. I was going to – of course he texts you because he's probably thinking, (laughs) bitch, why haven't I said anything yet? I was going Ralph, I was going to get around to that, but I was going to say that he said hello and and he's he's amazing as you know. He's wonderful. He's actually performed in Diva Simply Singing twice. 
I know. I heard. I That's mean, you guys right. have a similar energy. Energy. You know, you're both so vivacious. Where Where does this energy come from? I know it's it's just a, a zest for life that you have, but you know, because I've been acting for thirty years, and I have to. I look at your career, and I think, well, listen, you know, you have certainly covered all the bases from Broadway uh. to film to television, and there's so much talk recently, of course, about diversity in. Film and you know the whole Oscar controversy or whatever, right, but right. But did I you catch me on? Really, did, did you catch me on CNN International the other night talking about that? No, I didn't. Oh, no. honey. Oh, yeah. I was there. I had to talk about this whole diversity thing because you know everybody got it twisted. Everybody thinks that diversity is spelled B L A C K when Thank it's you. really also spelled lgbt and q it is also spelled white red black yellow hispanic, hispanic black asian. and hispanic asian and i think so often you know people say well why is there attention on black and i think people get the the heavy weight on black because they fail to realize that black people for so long have been left out of the diversity equation solely because of the color of their skin right solely because of the color of their skin almost as if if you just don't see them maybe they'll go away so there had to be an extra dose of wait a minute I'm here. See, I'll never forget, I was doing this film with Robert De Niro. Mistress. Mistress, yes. Loved you in that. Thank Loved you. It. And yes. if you remember the storyline of Mistress, all yes. of the mistress, all of the men wanted their mistress to be the star of the film that they were producing. Mm-hmm. I was Robert De Niro's mistress. I was the best actress out of all of the mistresses. Right. They did not cast me in the film within the film only because I was black, Mm. even though I was the best actress. So that's why you get an extra dose of black. So when you saw everybody in an uproar about the Asian stereotype, everybody Mm -hmm. had gotten used to the black stereotype of the black woman with a mop. Nobody said anything. Right. Everybody had gotten used to the black stereotype of the angry black woman Mm -hmm. because the angry she was the actual bear in the room that attacked uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in Revenant. Mm. They oh, had Leslie got, Boone, yeah, from SNL. You see, they had gotten used to that stereotype, but they stood up and said, wait a minute, this is an ugly stereotype about the Asians, when in fact they forgot about the stereotype of the Jewish man who counts the numbers and mm-hmm. only paid attention to the young Asian children being smart at math, which is a stereotype. <laughs> right. Or the fact that in Asia there's a real problem with child labor. Mm-hmm. So you yes. see why it's important for us to keep talking about this. I'll keep talking about diversity in all of its levels because we have gotten too used to shutting certain kinds of people out. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason why we do the Truth Awards. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, you know, in the African-American community, especially being in the gay gay and black, there's always been this sort of um, 
image that it's been much harder for African Americans to some sometimes come out of the closet. I think sometimes it's it's religion, it's uh, religion based. It's, it's the same for everybody. But I feel like sometimes there's been I don't want to say a stereotype, but there's been this kind of image that it's been even harder for African Americans, and that's why I think it's amazing that you're doing these awards because you're you're shining light on these amazing people that. You know, I don't think a lot of people are giving them enough attention. Absolutely. And I I also think that when people say it is hard for uh, a gay black man or woman to come out, it is hard because you see in society, it, it is only since the 1960s that black people have had truly the right to vote in these Mm. United States. You know, it's only been some 50 years since black people, and you got to wrap your brain around this. It's not that long, you know, when you think about it. Thank you. It's amazing when you think about it. Thank you. It's my lifetime. It's your lifetime. Yes. It's not that long that black people have had the right to vote in these United States without fear of swinging from a tree. Those things are reality. So when you want to stand up and go to college to be a doctor, to be a lawyer, which people had to fight hard for within your lifetime, within my lifetime, which is not that long in America. And you're going to stand up and represent your community in all of the ways that people think are good, that people think are wholesome, for lack of a better word, that people think demand respect, that Mm -hmm. people think is uh, human, you know, that people find are comfortable with. See, they fought for all of that. And we know, you and I know in our lifetime, how how freely all of America wanted to show all gay people how much they hated them when AIDS came out. Right. Lest, lest anybody forget. I mean, I stood witness as a young church girl at how hateful people were towards gay people, period. Mm-hmm. They, just, right. they just wanted to know. First of all, they weren't going to help you. They weren't going to bury you. They, they, they just were not going to be there for you, right? right? So when you know that, and you have fought hard to just be be okay in America. Now you're going to add gay on top of it? Hell right. yeah, it becomes hard to come out. Yes, it becomes harder to come out. Look, in just doing this, as a straight person, you know, people will talk to you about how they feel. And there are a lot of folks out there, gay and <laughs> black, who will tell you, girl, I will support you, but I am not trying mm. to be myself out there. Mm-hmm. And right. that is, I, I, I can't even imagine what that's like. Mm-hmm. I well, especially, can't even I feel, imagine. I feel like it's blasphemous in a lot of ways for all of the gay people who sacrificed and, and went through hell to get where we are. It's just like we talk about with the civil rights. I almost feel like if you don't come out and you don't honor yourself, it, it's kind of like – spitting in the face of all the ones that came before you. I mean, I'm not for outing on any level. I don't out but, people, right. 
Yeah, but you know, philosophically, it just seems for me personally, my opinion that I feel like with all the advancements we've made with the LGBTQ community, that I think you know it would be so wonderful if people could just come out and celebrate. And I think you know, I think that is happening. But like you said, um, there's always going to be a certain group that can't. And and uh, again, like a lot of the people that you, these amazing people that you just profiled in telling us who was being honored at the Truth Awards, I, I mean, I'm sad to say I don't know who they are. See what I'm saying? And yeah. that's why this event is so important. I truly believe that in my lifetime, I I was taught as a child, you got to love all the people just because. Mm-hmm. Because you never know when one of the people will have to be of help to you or you will be help to one of the people, whoever the people may be. So the right. little church girl in me says, I see you. You're doing great things. Why can't I acknowledge you? And since nobody's going to acknowledge you, let me help them acknowledge you. Because I was the one little black girl in the integrated classroom. Mm. And I know what it was like when that wall of kids ganged up and were ready to call somebody the N-word. How I felt when I just needed one person to stand beside me. Just one person to stand beside I remember that. I'll never forget it. And I think that, you know, you just helped me see why I do some things sometimes. Because mm-hmm. I remember that little girl. Mm-hmm. I remember that. See? And you grew up, what, in Connecticut, right? Between Connecticut we- and Jamaica West Indies. Excuse me, I was drinking some water. No, that's fine. Well, m- my goodness, I mean, what a, what a two diverse, you know, places. Um, yeah. Jamaica, which is, I'm sure is what you just said. That's what's shaped and molded you. But it's, I, I think I think for a lot of us, we think of Connecticut as very waspy, oh, yes. very white, yes. you know. Um, yes, we do. But, and so that's what you were saying about. I mean, on the flip side, see, I was one of only two whites in my first grade through eighth grade. I was only two or three. I think by, by middle school, there were 10 Ten whites because <laughs> I started first. I started first grade in the first year of desegregation, and wow. so a lot of a lot of parents put their kids in private school. Yes, and my parents were diehard liberals, and I grew up in the South. I grew up in Athens, Georgia, which is a you know it gets a horrible stereotype for being so you know racist back in the day. But but because it was, <laughs> it, I know. Hello, there's a reason, right? Yes. But, I mean, my parents said, no, you're going to go to school with all kinds of people. Yeah. And like what you just said, I, I know to this day, that's why I can, listen, I can roll up into Bel Air. I can go to a trailer park and talk I to people. I hear you. You that, know what I mean? I and that is so important because, see, I feel the same way. I do not care if they're going to make me take my shoes off and walk, walk barefoot through the African village. I do not care if I'm going to put on my Jimmy shoes, even though I know they're going to hurt, even if oh. I do buy the right size <laughs> and walk up in Bel Air or whether I walk through the doors of the White House. I Thank know you. that I am going to be able to speak to all of the people. People, wherever I am and just like you I thank my parents for that because I know they put me in certain situations only because they wanted the best for me right 
Well, you you know, I, again, I you've had this, you've you have such an amazing career. I don't know when you find time for the philanthropy and all the the acting that you do, but we we have to talk about Ray Donovan because first of all, that's my all time favorite show of all time. I've auditioned for it. <laughs> I I would literally work for free to be on the show, but I think you had that was such a great character on there. And um, tell us about working on Ray Donovan. And do are you coming back? Can I look don't for know if I'm coming back. In fact. Everybody who is listening, I need them to go to, is it Showtime underscore Ray Donovan? I think that's it. I think that's right. I think it's Showtime underscore Ray Donovan and ask the question, bring back Claudette. Make the statement, bring back Claudette. And if you don't want to say that, just say Mickey needs Claudette. I just need you to go there, everybody who's listening, and say it because they only listen to the audience. That's the right. The audience has far more power than you can ever imagine. So I hope that this listening audience will just go out there and do that. Did I get that right? Is it Showtime <laughs> underscore Ray Donovan? Yes, I'm there you right go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, JW is going to check on it. We yep. want to make sure there because you, go. You, you had so many amazing scenes with John Boyd. Oh, and, he's uh, a doll. I saw him yesterday. I, he uh, and I were laughing and talking just yesterday, and he was like, "God, I hope you come back. God, I hope you come <laughs> back." But you know, I do too. oh, thank you. I had such a good time. It was it was so incredible. The day I was working, and Wendell Pierce was on set, and uh, he, he's amazing. He's he is so amazing. wonderful. And Wendell was sitting in the car and they said he hadn't seen it. He hadn't seen what the scene really was. And then John Voigt says, the woman of the love of my life. And I walk into the frame and Wendell was just like, what? Whoa, wait. (laughs) That woman is the love of your life. Mm -hmm. And he was like, wow, wow. Wow. (laughs) I was so, his natural reaction was so, so really wonderful. So real. So real. But I had a great time doing the show. It was great working with everybody. And it was just a cool, cool time. So we'll see. But now I'm doing um, the next two episodes of Criminal Minds. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm doing Criminal Minds and I'm working with Joe Montaigne. And that, I thought that I love John Voight, but I sure do love Joe. Joe was working with all of those people on Criminal Minds was really amazing. They've got such a a smooth, running, Mm -hmm. smart, nice, kind group of people. And I I was like, really? It's this good (laughs) on a one-hour drama? it, It couldn't have been nicer. Couldn't have been a nicer experience from wardrobe to to everybody. They even have good food on the set. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. And I have a very interesting character. I I tell you, it's it's good. I think some of the best roles for me have happened when someone has picked up the phone, called me, and said, quite literally, just say yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just say yes. Because I got a call from the executive producer of Criminal Minds. I mean, I was literally in bed on a Monday morning, and they called and they said, uh, just tell me one thing. Do you have any semblance of a British accent? And I said, why, yes, I do. He said, wonderful, just say yes. And I was like, all righty then. What am I saying yes to? He said, to two episodes. And I said, sure, yeah, great. When do I yes. report to work? 
that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's well, isn't isn't Aisha Tyler also on Criminal Minds? She Mind? sure is. Yes, yeah. she is. But I didn't have any scenes with her. I just worked right. with Joe. Well, he's amazing. Yeah, I have he friends is. that have worked the show, and uh, well, you you know, my dear, this is the thing. You have worked comedy, drama. You've done three camera, you know, sitcoms. Yeah, of course. And you know, what's also groundbreaking. This is when I'm showing my age. Of course, we're we're in the same age. But it's a living. <laughs> which I love, by the way. But that was like one of the – maybe one of the first shows that kind of went off network, right, and that's went into exa- that's syndication. Right. That's right. And now you can't find it anywhere, which is so sad. I wish we could find this show to bring it out again because that's probably one of the shows in my whole career that everybody asks me about. It's mm. a living. And it was just, you know, a great show. These these waitresses in a restaurant and the crazy things they do and say. Well, and the the amazing Marion Mercer, who unfortunately we have lost. Yes. You know, she was just phenomenal. So funny, so dry, so yes. dry, just there. Oh, she was great. Yeah, and uh, of course Moesha. I mean, yes. you really, you have really been just. I, you know, blessed and fortunate, but these shows have run for five and six seasons. Yeah. And um, and so that's what, you know, and we talk about in, in this business, they talk about ageism. Because ageism you, is real. Ageism yeah, is so real. Yeah, so I wanted to talk, you know, talk about that. Because people would look up from the outside or they, they, they IMDB you and they go, well, you know, she's working all the time. Yeah, but that's, you know. that's different. You know, I really, really had incredible mentors coming up in this industry. You know, women like uh, Roz Cash. Women you might not know, actors who were incredible. Roz Cash, uh, Tony Award winner, Virginia Capers. Mm-hmm. I, the, I know her, yes. Uh-huh, in the few few times that I met her, um, oh my God, uh, she taught, she's a cat. She was a cat, cat woman, the black cat woman. Oh, Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt was just amazing in the in the things that she shared with me. You know, Robert De Niro, I say this, you know, Mr. Poitier, my first mm. film, Piece of the Action, with him. And these were people who really took the time. Greg Morris from, you know, Mission oh, yeah. Impossible. You know, they shared the little bit. Sherman Hemsley, you know, right. he and I worked together on several things things throughout my career. In fact, my first job and his last job in the industry. So we were together all along. I mean, they all poured into me and I'm all the better for their experiences, right. you know, and uh, it was it, it, I'll never forget Virginia Capers telling me it's never enough to speak one language because you never know when you'll have to go to another country to seek work as an artist. You know, and she would always tell me, you know, you know, speak, wow. learn at least to say hello, thank you, and please, you know, in different languages. And esta la razón, yo habla español también. Yo eso no mucho, pero eso, in, it's enough for me to yo habla con la gentes. And I can say, you know, if I'm in Greece, I can say, Efare estoy, para hello. If I'm in Japan, I can say, Komba wa mirasan, watashi no namai wa, shereri rafu, kara kimashita, karashira, Jamaica, kara kimashita. You know, and oh my people, goodness. It's, it's just little bits of languages that when I meet people, you know, even if I'm in Russia, I'm going to be able to say dobra. Yes. Right, right. 
you know, well, so I remember those things. I have to tell you, so I watched um, the profile of you on OWN. Yeah. Um, it was one of the really, I have to be honest, it was one of the best I've ever seen. And I, I was completely blown away by the way you have been so wonderful at keeping your personal life and your professional life separate. Because, you know, in this day of 24-hour news and, yeah. and everything, you know, and when I... I don't know if a lot of people know you're married to a senator. and Yes. It, yeah, but I was so blown away because I thought, look at Cheryl. I didn't know any of this. You know, I didn't that? know anything about your husband being a senator. But my point is the, you're, you're proof that you can keep things separate. You got to keep some things separate. You got to keep some things private. You got to keep some things personal. Everybody does not need to know everything about you. Sometimes right. I watch these reality shows and I'm exhausted at the Wiped whole yeah. idea of the of having cameras up in my life, uh, down your bra and in your <laughs> business. I'm like, no. I, no, I I wouldn't want that. It wouldn't make me happy, it, and it wouldn't make my husband happy. You know, I'm married to Senator Vincent Hughes, um, chair of appropriations, Pennsylvania. And uh, we've been married going on 11 years now, and I think we're happy happy together because our business is our business. Nobody's right. up in our business. And yeah. you both have these really high, you know, high-profile careers. Yeah. And, and I, I, I sense, I, I'm sure, you've always been interested in politics because clearly, you know, your, your charity work kind of leads you in that direction anyway. But um, – so I, it's amazing. I, bravo to you that you have such a diverse life in that way of your personal life feeding your professional life and vice versa. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I mean, that is, you know, we make it that way. We really, really make it that way that we can have a life of our own that is separate from this industry. Right. You know, and we just we just do our thing together. I, I, you know, everybody we're asked all the time to do a reality show all oh. the time. And I'm just like, you know, I couldn't do a reality show about my life. I mean, if, mm-hmm. it, if it was a segment about it, maybe. But my life, you know, in my kitchen and all of that, I'm not so sure about that. Right. Well, and I think that's why you've maintained this really wonderful career because you, you have a lot of – people respect you and they respect your work. And, oh, thank you. And so it's, it's just that, – that was a wonderful piece on OWN um, and I learned, like I said, so much about you. And so that, you know, that, that was something I, I thought, wow. And then I found out you were coming on the show and I was like, we have to talk about that. So um, now what's – so do you know when The Criminal Minds will air? That's going to be coming up. I just shot it last week, so I okay. don't I don't know, but uh, it should be soon because remember they're just starting some of their new their new episodes now, so it should be very soon, which I'm excited about. Yeah, absolutely. Now, can people also go to your personal website, com? Absolutely. In fact, they can follow me on Twitter because I love my Twitter. They can yes. go to Twitter at. The Cheryl with an S Ralph, the Cheryl Ralph. They can go to my Instagram, which is diva3482. Well, and that's the thing. I want to talk about quickly this word diva. You know, I love how, you know, diva, 
it, to me, diva is a is a powerful word. It's it it's is. it's a compliment compliment to a woman. It's a goddess. Um, diva. It's a goddess. It is yes. a goddess. Diva originally was the woman who would walk into the room, and everybody would just go. <gasps> Because that spirit had walked into the room for the good, not for the duck before the pocketbook hits you. <laughs> but not ratchet, not ratchet. Not yeah. a ratchet, diva. You know, it's because the goodness, the good spirit, the good vibe, the powerful goddess, the goddess of love and everything great has come into the room. For me, diva is an acronym, divinely inspired, victoriously alive. Diva. Mm. That's my I diva. Love that. Yeah. I love that. And with my diva foundation, we do much more than help broke down divas with their wig, weave, weff, and wardrobe problems. <laughs> <laughs> we are an AIDS awareness foundation and we're spreading out to other life threatening diseases, especially as they pertain to women, because I believe that, you know, women birth. Everybody, they birth male and female, and it begins with the birth, and the birth comes from the woman. So you got to make sure that mama feels good, because you see, when mama don't feel good, feels nobody good. feels good. <laughs> right. That's right. Right. That's right. Now, Cheryl, tell everyone again how they can get tickets for the Truth Awards this weekend. If they want tickets for the Truth Awards this weekend, please go to Truth Awards 2, Truth Awards, the number two, dot eventbrite.com. Truth Awards 2, dot eventbrite.com. Get your tickets to come to the Truth Awards where we're going to be honoring some outstanding people. And while you're at it, I want you to get your tickets to see my musical Mighty Real. Hmm. Is this based on Sylvester? Yes, it is. Oh, my God. You know, I'm so glad. I've heard people have tried in the past to do – I was actually attacked, attached to produce a film some years ago on his life. And, you know, there's been a lot of attempts to do this. So when I when I heard that, I was like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. It is so amazing. It is so moving. It is such an incredible thing. Piece of music and theater, and I am so proud of it. The star, Anthony Wayne, does an incredible job of bringing Sylvester to life. And the cast that we have with Jackie and Stacy and all of our singers, they just do an incredible job of being mighty real. I'm so very, very proud of this. And we're going to be running from now until March 13th, March 13th in San Francisco at the Brava Theater. So they can go to brava.org, brava.org, and get tickets to see Mighty Real, a fabulous Sylvester musical in San Francisco until March 13th. And for people who don't know, Sylvester was, was a pioneer in oh, his gosh. own right. You know, he was truly ahead of his time and he of course died way too young yeah um but isn't it fascinating i think about sometimes like if someone like sylvester were alive today can you imagine what he would have accomplished you know can you just imagine but you know like you just said he was way ahead of his time he was mm -hmm. a ground breaker and a roof shaker this <laughs> ma it's the truth you know this man walked in his truth long before anybody said it was politically 
correct, okay, or the thing to do. He just claimed the fact that this is who I am and this is who I will be. And when he left Los Angeles and found his life in San Francisco, I really believe that he gave life to a lot of generations to come just by being mighty real. I mean, my God, that man could wear bigger hair than me. I'm well, telling how perfect you. that you're doing the show in San Francisco, too. That's, Thank you. That's perfect. You it, know. it is because that's where he found life. That's where right. he became, you know, the Sylvester that we remember now. That's where he recorded so many of his, his hits. And it's just wonderful that we can be there and have this six-week run, you know, and have the houses full once again in his memory. So I encourage everybody, you know, Please, after you come to the Truth Awards, I need you to fly up to San Francisco. Or (laughs) or if you're listening in the San Francisco, Oakland, uh, Seattle area, just go on, take a drive and go to the Brava Theater to see Mighty Real. And you can also go to um, FabulousSylvester.com for tickets because we'll be in New York in May. So FabulousSylvester.com. Well, listen, my dear, it is just, I could talk to you for hours. Uh, I, I really thank you. loved having you here so much. And it's wonderful to meet you and much continued success on everything. Thank and, you. uh, and I, you know, I'm just honored that you came on the show today and God bless you. And thank you for all your service that you do. And, um, I just, I'm really thrilled about the Sylvester musical as well. And we'll be, we'll be looking for you on Criminal Minds as well. And we're going to go to Showtime, and we're going to tell them to bring Claudette back. Yeah, Damn you it. better, baby. I mean it. Damn it. Bring Claudette it. back. That's right. All right, everyone. I can't believe how fast the time goes. But thank you so much, JW. Thanks again, as always. Always a pleasure. And you guys will be back here same time, same place next week. You've been listening to One on One with Jasper Cole. Peace out. Peace. Thanks for checking out One on One with Jasper Cole. Check out past episodes and get the latest as they're released. Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube.